kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. adventure. Camp is in your living room. Camp is in your car on the way to the store. Camp is under your blanket fort. Camp is everywhere. And Camp Adventure is for everyone, no matter where in the world you are. And Camp Counselors Ben and Hannah are ready to welcome you. It's week number five here at camp, and this week we're exploring what it looks like to open our minds. That sounds kind of strange, doesn't it? How do you open up your brain? Well, I promise it's not that weird. Counselor Ben is going to tell us a story about snorkeling and underwater fishing and the time he learned to try something that he thought he would never, ever like. Have you ever had to try something new and you thought you would hate it, but it turned out pretty cool? Yeah, it's a story about something like that, and I can't wait. I'm Camp Counselor Ari, and I'm so glad to be here at camp with you every week. It's a beautiful day at Camp Adventure. So let's say hello to the incredible Counselor Ben to kick things off. Well, hello to you as well, Ari, and thank you for the kind introduction. And many thanks to you, my fellow adventure campers, for joining us on this fifth week of our great exploration. This is a journey through the Camp Adventure. And I just got to say, I am really starting to love this mailbag. It's cool. I'm seeing pictures of camp flags Some of the rafts that you guys have built and floated, that's so cool. Keep sending in those pictures. So we're going to get to the mailbag section in uh, just a couple minutes here. But right now, I've got to introduce Hannah because we got to hang out with Hannah because she brings us the sweet melodies every week, the ones that bring us together. And so we've got to sing our camp song, don't you think? Now, if you like Hannah's singing and the way she plays music, I think maybe you should send her a little letter and tell her. I don't know. I think it'd make her smile. Actually, I know that for sure. Most importantly, though, you and me and all of us, we got to sing along. So are you ready? Because Counselor Hannah is here for exactly that, to help us sing these songs together. And so without further ado, please put your hands in the air and clap them together or maybe stomp up and down as loud as you can. Let's make some noise for the great and knowledgeable, the one, the only, the woman who always keeps extra red licorice in her car and who never says no to a baby carrot, my good friend, Hannah Glaber. Well, thank you, Camp Counselor Ben. We have been friends for a long time, and I love being able to make all these new friends at Camp Adventure. This week, we're talking about keeping an open mind. Mmm, I like the sound of that. When something new is ahead of me or things change, it's not always a bad thing just because it's different. Maybe I'll learn something new or I'll discover that I like it. I just remember that I need to be 
keeping an open mind. Oh man, that sounds beautiful. Now, on our first week together, I asked us all a question. Do you remember what it was? Well, let me reframe it in song form. Do you feel a little freaky when you're trying something new? Like rollerblading in the jungle or when learning the kazoo or the trumpet? Let me share my little secret just to change a point of view. She's trying new things And you'll grow stronger as you do All right, here comes our favorite part, the chorus Sing it with me now Adventure We venture Together with courage We learn and grow strong We learn from each other So let's discover and uncover Great adventures bright and new Excellent work, and we're going to do it a little bit faster. You ready? Here we go. Adventure, we venture, together with courage, we learn and grow strong, we learn from each other. So let's discover and uncover great adventures, right in Okay, friends, that was good. Real good. And before I hand it over, I just want to make one last request. Send in your letters as you're keeping an open mind. Do a brave thing. And maybe send in a video or a photo of you singing along. Or maybe if you're a musician, too, I'd love to see what kind of cool tunes you're making these days. I cannot wait to hear those kazoo solos. Now... It's one of my favorite times of the day where we get to hear from you. That's right, folks. Drum roll, please. It's time for Mailbag. Hi, everyone. I'm Camp Counselor Savannah, and I'm here with the Mailbag. It's where we keep all the mail we receive from our campers. This has been a slow mail week, which is probably from all the rain that we've been having. How has the weather been where you are? Sending you thoughts for lots of wonderful sunshine, though I've got to admit that listening to the rain from inside my cabin is pretty great, and I'm not complaining about the hot chocolate that I make myself either. Speaking of where you are, did you know that we've got campers listening to this podcast from all around the world? The world is pretty big, so it's a pretty big deal. You've heard Counselor Ben talk about his place in Portland, Oregon, which is in the United States. It turns out that about one in 10 of you listen to Camp Adventure from outside the US though, and I thought it might be nice to take a minute to acknowledge that. We've got Camp Adventure campers in Canada, which is, which is nearby. We also have campers in Germany and in the United Kingdom and in Northern Ireland and in Saudi Arabia, all of which are way across the Atlantic Ocean from us. We even have campers all the way in Australia, which is halfway across the world. And yet we're all in the same camp together. That's pretty special. We'd love to get to know you, hear about your camp experiences, and see the projects you're working on. This camp is huge, and I know myself and the rest of camp would love to see everyone in it. How, you might be asking? You can send us photos and videos and mail to listen at a kidspodcastabout.com or on social media using hashtag AKBA Summer. We'll share as many things as we can from our mailbag each week. Imagine all of the campers that you could hear from. Again, that's listen at a kidspodcastabout.com or on social media using hashtag AKBA Summer. 
And that's it. Have a great day at camp. Hello, hello, campers. It's Camp Counselor Ari. And today I have something pretty special for you. But before we jump in, I want you to do something. Trust me, I think it will be fun. Okay, think of a color, any color. Maybe it's your favorite color or maybe it's something different. And then I want you to think of an animal, any animal. It could even be an animal that isn't real. All right, let's hit pause for just a moment to think of it. Okay, you got those in your head? Now, here's something really cool. Did you know that our brains are super adventure-building, storytelling machines? Yeah, they really are. You know, on the rainy days at camp, when we can't really adventure outside, I like to play a game called Dungeons & Dragons with the other campers and counselors here. We get to create whole worlds in our minds. And we get to build our very own adventurers to explore the worlds we've built. What would your adventurer be like? My adventurer has bright electric blue hair. They wear hiking boots and clothes with a ton of pockets to carry lots of sweets and snacks. Their name is Coral. Coral is a zoologist, which means someone who studies animals in their natural habitat. Kind of like observing ants in their anthills. But Coral is on a mission to find and study a mysterious creature. What do you think that creature is? No, really. You already created it with your super adventure-building storytelling machine. At the beginning of the activity, what color and animal did you think of? Did you think of a bear or a bunny or a butterfly? Did you think of magenta or lime green or rainbow sparkles? Now, put your color and your animal together and you may have a mysterious new creature like a golden frog or a purple jackalope. (laughs) What else do you think it can do? Maybe fly or glow or breathe bubbles? (laughs) Let me know what new creatures you created for our adventurers to find. Draw a picture of your new animal and the world they live in. And you can have your grown-up share it with us. Now, hang on to those drawings, because I'll be back in a couple weeks for some more adventure building. I'm so excited to see what you created for our adventure. What's up, campers? It's Camp Counselor Matthew, Games Director at Camp Adventure, and today... I brought with me one of my absolute favorite campers to play our game. Care to introduce yourself? My name is Julia. Hi, Julia. One of the things that makes Julia extra special to me is that she's my daughter. Another is that she loves playing games with me. So today I thought we'd play a few rounds of a game you can play absolutely anywhere. Rock, paper, scissors. Jules, do you like rock, paper, scissors? Yes. Yeah? Are you good at it? Oh boy, should I be nervous? Yes. I should be nervous? Oh, no. (laughs) This is a game that's played all over the world. And sometimes it has a different name. Sometimes it has different symbols or objects. But the way you play the game is always the same. This is a game for two players, but it goes really, really fast. So if you are in a group, there's nothing to worry about. You won't have a long wait at all until it's your turn. There are three hand shapes. 
Jules, show me how do we make rock. Yeah, you close your fist for rock. How do you make paper? Make a flat hand for paper. And then finally, how do we do scissors? Two fingers out like a V and the rest of the fingers are tucked underneath. That's scissors. So to begin, both players together say rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And on shoot, you show your hand shape. Rock beats scissors. Scissors beats paper. And what does paper beat? Rock. Paper beats rock. Ready? Here we go. Let's show them, Jules. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors and scissors. We have a tie. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors and paper, I beat you. One more. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Paper, paper. That's another tie. Let's do it one more time. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors, scissors. One more. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Rock beats scissors. I won that time. Good game. We usually play to see who wins the most out of three games total. And here's the fun twist. You can use rock, paper, scissors to make decisions and settle disputes. Like what movie to watch or who gets to eat the last cookie or who gets the first turn on the skateboard. So should we show them, Jules, how we use it to make a decision? Cool. Okay. If I win, you have to change out of your pajamas. But if you win, you can wear pajamas all day. Deal? Yeah? <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Scissors beats paper. I have one point. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you did scissors and I did paper. You have one point. It's a tie. This is the deal breaker. Ready? Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Paper beats rock. You win. You get to wear pajamas all day. Yeah. <laughs> but if I win, I can change my clothes. That's true. Okay, so... If you want to play again, Jules, do you want to make up what the rule is? So if you win, what what do you get this time? Um, I get to bake cookies with mommy. If you win, you get to bake cookies with mommy? And I get to eat all of them. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Then if I win, I get to eat all the cookies. Here we go. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, paper, shoot. shoot. Scissors beat paper. I have one point. <laughs> Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, paper, shoot. shoot. Oh, you did scissors and I have paper. It's one to one. It's a tie again. This is very intense. The cookies are on the line. Who's going to win? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, no. Your rock beats my scissors. You get to eat all the cookies. (laughs) So when we play, we keep the game fun and keep the rewards, something we both agree on. And that way, everyone feels welcome in the game. All right, listeners at home, do you want to play with us? Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, podcast edition. Jules, we're going to see what the listeners do. We're going to say it together. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, Jules had paper. I had scissors. Did we beat you or did you did you beat one of us? We'll do it one more time. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, Julia had paper and I had rock. I wonder if you beat us or if we beat you. Thank you for playing with us today, campers. Hey, want to sneak one more time? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had scissors. Did you beat me? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had paper. Did you beat me? Last one. You beat me. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had rock. Did you beat me? Jules beat me. Oh, good luck, campers. All right, campers, after this break, we're going to hear a story from Camp Counselor Ben. And I promise you won't want to miss it. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our A Kid's Book About series, 
that may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Okay, we're back and it's story time. Are you excited? Me too. So let's get ready for this week's story. Let's do some big stretches before we get cozy. Oh, do you think you can touch your head with your feet? Let's try it out. Oof, that was hard. All right, in just a sec, let's hit pause to get in this week's perfect listening spot. Three, two, one, go. Where do you pick? This week, I'm listening under my favorite tree at the park. Wherever you go, get comfy. Are you ready, Counselor Ben? Okay, okay, Ari. Thank you so much. I am ready for this story time. I hope all you guys are, though it sounds to me like you are. Just listen. Oh, yeah, I hear it. It sounds like you're very ready, and that's good, because this week's story is called Fish Walking. Now, you got to think with me for a second. You ever been to the park or maybe on the sidewalk or somewhere around where you see somebody walking a dog? Maybe you've got a dog that you take for walks or your grown-ups do with you. All right. Well, imagine walking a dog, but instead of a dog on the end of the leash is a fish. And then imagine on the other end is a person, but not walking, swimming with the fish. Campers? That happened to me one time, and this is the story about how it happened. It all begins back when I was seven years old, and we were camping in the northern part of Wisconsin at a lake called Razorback Lake. My family camped in tents for two weeks every summer at Razorback, and the lake was filled with sparkling, clear water and lots of fish. We loved going fishing. My sister Christy and I, we loved camping, especially certain parts of camping, the parts that we were good at, like riding our bikes around. Oh, man, we were the best at that. And then building sandcastles. Oh, my goodness. And sand sculptures. We made all kinds. We made a frog one time and a crawdad one time and all kinds of stuff. We made lots of sandcastles. We were good at that. And we were good with our pocket knives at carving wood, and we were good at catching fish and building forts. These certain parts we were good at were the parts we loved. Very fun. But we did not like doing the things that we were not good at, and we did not like trying things that we had never tried before. And I wonder if you ever feel that way, and I think that maybe you do sometimes, because you know how I know? 
because you're a person. <laughs> All of us do. That's just the way it is. How do you feel when you're doing something that you're really good at? That feels pretty good, doesn't it? And how do you feel when you're about to try something you've never, ever done before? <gasps> feels a little freaky, doesn't it? When you're trying something new. You know what I mean? Maybe you've heard that before. And your life's a little different and you don't know what to do. Yeah? Oh, you're familiar with that tune too. So am I. Well, I bet you're kind of like me. I bet it's easier to do familiar things than it is to try new things. And that's what I say is true for all people, so it's okay. But even though that's normal and it's okay, I want to teach you something and remind you of something. That when you stop trying new things or stop thinking about new things and asking questions, something happens to your mind. You know what it is? It closes up. You become closed in your mind or closed-minded. And then over time, you won't even really want to try new things. And that is not good if you want to do adventures, because that's what adventure is all about. Remember how Hannah sings? Adventures trying new things, and you'll grow stronger as you do. She says right in the song, it's about trying new things. Well, here's a secret. To discover and uncover new things, bright things, fun and interesting things, that you've never learned about or experienced before, to do that, you have to open your mind. And that means saying, okay, I'll think about that. Or, okay, I'm going to listen. Or, I've got a question, let me ask. Or even, okay, I'll give that a try. But as a seven-year-old, it was very hard for me to stay open-minded. I'll tell you what. Well, one day my sister and I were making a sandcastle. And Dad came down to the beach and ruined all of our fun. <laughs> he said, come on, kids, we're going to the other side of the lake. And he had a bunch of stuff in a bag that I did not recognize. I'd never seen it before. No, I hollered out. I don't want to. We're working on our sandcastle. But hey, check this out, Dad said. And he pulled out these flipper things for swimming. And then goggles for seeing underwater in a tube for breathing underwater called a snorkel. And he breathed in it. He went, and made a weird sound. And I said, I don't know about that. Dad tried to explain what it was all for, but I didn't care. I was not listening, and I was not interested, and I had no questions about any of it. My mind was closed about snorkeling, that's for sure. Why would I want to go swim around with my face in the water? That seemed goofy. But... I had to go because he said he probably shouldn't leave a seven-year-old alone on the side of the lake, and maybe he was right. So I had to get in the boat, and we motored to the back bay, and it was smooth. Cattails around the edges, you know, lily pads on the top with those spiky white and yellow flowers. And he put his flippers and his goggles on, and he started snorkeling without me. Well, I sat in a boat. And I had my arms crossed and a frown on my face. Uh, have you kids ever crossed your arms and put a frown on your face? I don't know, maybe not. I might be the only kid who ever did that. You'd have to ask the grown-ups. Well, my arms were crossed and I, was, I had my angry eyes going. He looked so weird. You know, what was he doing out there anyway, flapping around? And then suddenly he disappeared under the water surface. I thought, oh, where did my dad go? And then he came back out with his hands sticking up in the air. And he had a silver and blue little Cleo. You know what a little Cleo is? It was a very good fishing lure back then. My favorite one. 
He found it on the bottom of the lake, a true treasure. Oh, I thought, <laughs> there might be something about the snorkeling thing that's not so bad. Well, what else might be under the water, I wondered. My friends, I learned to snorkel and swim around that back bay that day. I learned to put the flippers on and the goggles on, and I found fishing lures myself. And we saw turtles eating seaweed under the clear, greenish, sparkly water. It was like a space world where smooth, flowing plants waved around and fish, schools of fish would swim by. I even saw a northern pike, which just about scared me to death. Oh, my heart was so full. Colorful, sparkling quartz rocks on the bottom, but then gray and brown ones too. Plus, we saw old tree trunks. It was like another world. My mind that had been closed when I said, no, I don't want to know anything about snorkeling, now it was opening up left and right. I mean, the adventure was making me stronger and teaching me something new. And then... As we swam forward, my dad pointed underwater, because you can't really talk underwater, you know, you've got the breathing tube in your mouth. He pointed up, at, up ahead where we were going, and it was a massive underwater rock pile. It was huge and frightening with rocks so big, they were the size of cars and trucks. My heart started thumping, boom, 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 and Razorback, oh my goodness, it was so amazing underwater, and I was feeling a little freaky, you know? Do you feel a little freaky when you're trying something new? When your life is so much different and you don't know what to do? Remember how her song goes? Oh, Hannah, I love that song. Adventures trying new things and you'll grow stronger as you do. So, good thing I was getting stronger because I gasped for air was a school of smallmouth bass swam right underneath us. Oh, they almost touched my tummy, it felt like. Smallmouth bass, these were big and they're brown and they have these blackish stripes around all over their face and kind of a reddish eye. And then Dad had an idea. Now, we had caught lots of smallmouth bass from the boat. I was pretty good at that. But this idea was something at first I thought was pretty silly. Like, what is he doing? But then I tried to keep an open mind about it. And guess what? We went off to shore and we got two stubby sticks. Then we tied fishing line to one end and bait to the other, and then we swam back over to where the smallmouth bass were all huddled up behind the, a rock that was the size of a school bus. It was huge. And we dangled the bait in front of them, and whoom, a big old bass shot up from underneath, and it chomped on my dad's bait. Fish on, and he was pulling, and the bass jolted and flashed underwater, and then it stopped tugging and got away. Oh, no. Then Dad hollered out through his snorkel tube. He was yelling because he saw more. Now our hearts were pounding. He got another one on the line, and he caught that one and put it up in the boat. We would have that one for dinner later on. And then the craziest thing happened. Ho-whoom! The biggest bass on the whole rock bar. At least that's what I thought it was. The biggest one slammed onto my bait so hard that it nearly snapped my underwater fishing stick in half. But I held on, and soon I was walking the fish. No kidding. That's right, my fellow campers. This huge smallmouth bass that had been lurking on the rock bar slammed my bait and was pulling me through the water, and I was just hanging on, going for a ride on Razorback Lake, having an adventure of a lifetime. 
Oh my goodness. The day was fabulous. You love snorkeling, don't you? My dad asked when we were on the boat ride home with a big smile. I smiled at him too. He was right. Maybe the next time that I invite you to try something new, he said, maybe you could keep a more open mind about it, yeah? And I looked at him. I was still smiling, and I said, yeah, that sounds good. And Dad, thank you so much for taking me snorkeling. Can we go again, please? Can we go tomorrow, please? Oh, okay, he said with another big smile. <laughs> and I wonder if you campers have any stories like that, too, where you assume that something would not be cool, would be bad, you didn't want to, it looked silly, but then you tried it, and in the end, it turned out to be really good. If we keep our mind closed, that means that we're not going to listen. It means we don't ask questions. It means we don't want to hear or try anything new. And campers, in my experience... That keeps me lonely and afraid. But if we open our mind and ask questions and wonder, and we start listening to other people, we discover so much. We get people teach us things, and it's a sure way to learn and become strong. And like I say so often, it's a sure way to go on good adventures. So, Campers of Camp Adventure, please remember, we human beings are listeners, and we are meant to be learners with open minds explorers who uncover and discover new things. Even learning to catch fish while you're swimming right alongside them, you know? Even taking a fish for a walk around the rock bar. Who knew? Who knew? And I tell you what, that seems like the perfect setup for our weekly challenge. This is our fifth week of camp, and we've got a perfect weekly challenge, one that's going to thrill you, one that will open your mind, one that you'll want to take pictures of. So hang on. I'll be right back with your weekly challenge. All right, campers, we're back, and this week's challenge might be super hard in a certain way, and it might not be too bad. It all depends on what you choose to do, and the weird part this week is that you get to choose anything you want to do with one rule in mind. Well, there might be two, but one major one, and here it is. You have to choose something to do that you have never, ever done before. Oh, here's a couple of ideas. The first one is food. We kids like the foods we like, and we don't often like to try other foods. This week, if that's you, and it might be, it might not be. You might be the kind of kid who likes to try all kinds of new foods. But I wasn't. I'll tell you what. And so this week, challenge yourself with your grown-ups. You know, you got to ask them before you start putting new foods in your mouth. But challenge yourself to try something that you've never tried before. Maybe it's something you have right at your house. Maybe it's food from another culture or another land. You know, when I, I had not ever tried food from Thailand until I moved to Portland, Oregon, and now it's one of my favorite foods ever, and it's super spicy, which I was not used to either. So maybe try a new kind of food. Crunch into a bell pepper or maybe some of the other vegetables that are grown in the garden or one of your neighbor's gardens that they give you, you know, maybe have an open mind and try something that you've never tried before. Or here's another idea. Maybe you're the kind of person who only reads school books and nonfiction. Well, 
This week, try to read a different kind of book. Read a fiction book, something you've never tried before. Or maybe you only read fantasy books and fiction stories and graphic novels or maybe comic books or something like that. Maybe this week, read a nonfiction book and see if you like it. You, you might, you might not. You might read it and say, I don't really want to read that anymore, and that's okay. But you might read it and say, gosh, I never knew this was so cool. All right. Here's another idea. Maybe it's a sport. Maybe you've wanted to try baseball or soccer or some kind of sport that you just kind of didn't have an open mind about, yeah? Well, maybe this week you can open your mind up a little bit and say, okay, I'm going to learn this sport. I'm going to try it out. I might like it. I might not, but at least I'm going to try. I tell you what, it could turn into quite an adventure. The options are endless, my campers. You can go big and take on a whole new hobby start a new instrument up and practice the piano or the guitar or who knows what. Or you can just try a new kind of donut that you've never tried before. The only rule is that it's something new for you. Now, I mentioned there might be a second rule, and there kind of is, but it's not really a rule. But after you do something new, write to the Camp Adventure counselors about it, and maybe we can read it during the mailbag time. Tell us the story. Send a picture of the food that you're about to try, or maybe even better, send us a picture of your facial expression after you try it. I know that some kids have never, ever tried eating a lemon wedge all by itself. And that makes for a great picture, I tell you what. So show us your pictures and write us the stories. I am looking forward to what happens when you open your mind up and think about something new and ask questions and learn things because that's what adventure is about, keeping an open mind, trying new things, growing stronger as you do. Most of all, be safe. Always get your grown-ups permission and never forget the biggest rule for all weekly challenges, no hurry and no worry. You don't have to do it perfectly. You just have to have a good time while you're doing it. Have some fun. That's the big goal. Sound good? It sounds good to me. And I cannot wait to see the new things you try. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you next week. I always do. Thanks, Ben. And thank you, campers, for joining us at Camp Adventure this week. We'd love to feature you and your fellow campers on our next episode. Share your camp space and all your weekly Camp Challenge creations on social media using hashtag AKBASummer or write to us at listen at a kids podcast about.com. Camp Adventure is written by Ben Team with help from the A Kids Podcast About team. Original music is by Hannah Glaver. Check out Hannah's albums at hannahglaver.bandcamp.com. This show is edited and produced by Matthew Winner with help from me, Ari Mathay. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Delani Memory. And this show was brought to you by a kids podcast about. Listen to other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting a kidsbookabout.com. While you're there, be sure to check out Ben's book, A Kids Book About Adventure. See you back at Camp Adventure next week. I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. 
Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.